Scott with SJWellfire.com, Final Days Report, Episode 178. Want to cover this COP27, the ceremony of repentance. It's just wicked beyond belief. Many people have covered it. I'm a little bit late. People sent me this uh, information a long time ago, and it's just been delayed a bit. But at the end of the day, we cover this often, how this whole climate change, global warming is right out of the Club of Rome. It's pure eugenics really two platforms that they have that we cover often is one, humans are the disease spreaders and two, humans are the polluters. So they need to be called. Just one quote here in searching for a common enemy against whom we can unite. We came up with the idea that, so they came up with the idea, this globalist think tank, that pollution and the threat of global warming, oh no, water shortages, famine and the like would fit the bill. So humans are the enemy. We realize this. This is about dumbing you down controlling you, no more free will, tying you into this internet of things, this hive mind, and really turning you into a serf, something, somebody that can never rebel for these elite to have their power forever and ultimately steal your soul. But here's where it gets wild. These 10 commandments that these groups are really pushing and the group, the two groups that are pushing this is the Interfaith Center for, for Sustainable Development. And these groups are tied into the UN it's one world religion and the Elijah Interfaith Institute. I mean, just right out of the pit of hell. So they want to go where Moses actually picked up the Ten Commandments, and then they want to have their own Ten Commandments plus one. Acknowledge a higher power. Hmm. And this reminds me of Noahide laws. Do not worship idols, right? And if you dive deeper into the Talmud, um, it talks about how if you worship Jesus Christ, that's an idol punishable by death. Just reminds me of that. Vote climate. And it's just funny, the, the chemtrails, 150 patents of chemtrails, it's just coming out. We're supposed to we're supposed to vote climate. I mean, good night. They're manipulating the climate, they're controlling the weather. Hold governments accountable. Yeah, hold governments accountable for allowing the dumping on us. Please do not murder. This is the weather weapon systems. Since we know millions of people, usually the poorest and indigenous, will die and suffer from the effects of extreme hot and cold, wildfires, rising sea levels and supercharged storms that they're controlling, why doesn't the business as usual approach of most leaders make them accessories to murder? I agree, do not murder government. Stop messing with our climate. Do not steal. And this is funny because we'll go on to some articles that they're proposing the wealthier nations give money to poorer nations. That's stealing. They're contradicting themselves. Do not bear false witness. This is why they actually had to change it from global warming to climate change because of climate gates. So they're just, the, these 10 commandments is, is we're being hoodwinked. There are sins of omissions. Politicians not telling the truth about the real and immediate dangers of climate change. Yeah, they're not telling us the truth that they're dumping crap on us. And there are sins of omissions. Uh, yeah, exactly right. This is funny. Keep the Sabbath. Emissions are down 30% over the Sabbath every week in Israel and almost zeroed out. So they, what they want to do is they want to have lockdowns, climate lockdowns, where you're going to be in your house where you can't talk to other people to wake them up. It's almost like we need to get old school. We need to print newspapers because of the censorship online. You shall innovate. Of course, carbon dioxide is needed by plants to then provide oxygen. I'm going to tell you an innovation, and one innovation is permaculture, where everybody can plant their own food supply, uh, local businesses, competition, distributive economy. 
where we get away from the big mega corporations and capture carbon dioxide and put them in greenhouses. I remember seeing the study in Japan where tomatoes were the size of volleyballs. Carbon dioxide is good, my friends. Honor Mother Earth. This just reminds me of the scripture, end of days, loving the creation more than the creator. You need not covet. This is where they're, this is the whole plan. You'll own nothing and like it. You have enough. Eat the fake meat, eat the fake fish, eat the fake synthetic milk. Everything is fake. Bill Gates, the number one farm owner in the United States, if this was real, he should be planting trees left and right. He should actually be planting permaculture. And again, you can feed the world population from the permaculture week-long class that I took years ago through the, with the state of Missouri. And when you actually when you actually build these permaculture systems, it's amazing if you do it, water will collect around the trees. It captures water. You can green the desert with permaculture. And what's funny, Gaddafi tapped into primary water. He was greening the desert, giving away free land. And we bombed that water system. He tapped into the underground oceans. Not believing this at all. Do, do not continue to be hoodwinked. Exactly with the scam. And I think personally from some, some of the dream, and again, we, we started this ministry because I had dreams come true in the end of days, old men will have dreams. Young people will have visions. Once in a while, I'll have a vision. And I've had multiple dreams come true. That's why I set up the Watchman ministry. So the blood doesn't come back on my head. And I saw free energy devices. And it appears through Tesla technology, they have it. So things are suppressed. And this is how they're going to hoodwink us in the end of days as well. They're going to break out free energy devices. And so it'll be Lucifer worship. It'll be AI worship, science worship. That'll be the end of days government that they will come up with. So a little bit deeper into this, one of these organizations, this Interfaith Center for Sustainable Development. And these people are tied into the UN. I mean, it is wild. But this eco Bible took me back. No mention of the New Testament. It reminds me of the Bible, I guess, museum in Washington, D.C. I hope I'm not butchering that, but they barely mentioned Jesus Christ. The whole Bible is written for Jesus Christ. I mean, this is just a wicked agenda. You know we're in the end of days, my friends, on the assault of the New Testament. Pretty soon, Bibles will be illegal. That's why I tell you, buy a hard copy King James Version Bible. Buy a couple, maybe hide one outside. Because supposedly 5G can see through walls and, and you know it's been admitted that the TVs actually can spy on you with these black mirror devices. I mean, good night. It's an omnipresent Luciferian system. But I wanted to go a little bit deeper into this clown. Let's Let's listen to this how they want to use religion. The Center for Sustainable Development is mission is to catalyze a transition to a sustainable, thriving, and spiritually aware society through the leadership of faith communities. I want to share a brief quote from Dr. Gus Speth, who was the former dean of the Yale School of Forestry and Environmental Studies. He said, I used to think that if we threw enough good science at the environmental problems, we could solve them. I was wrong. The main threats of the environment are not biodiversity loss, pollution, and climate change, as I once thought. They are selfishness and greed and pride. 
And for that, we need a spiritual and cultural transformation, something we scientists don't know much about. The ecological crisis, in my view, is actually messaging that religion needs to step up to the plate. Because the ecological crisis is not a crisis of the birds and the bees or the trees and the toads. It's a crisis of the human being and of how we live as spiritual beings in a physical reality. And therefore, the response to the ecological crisis, if for the issue really to be addressed, has to be addressed at the deeper level in, in regards to spirituality and religion and faith. And that's, that's why it's so important that we're here today in order to uh, look at how theological education can speak to these issues. It's not also just about addressing ecology and environmental justice, which are very important. It also has an effect on theological education itself, because as you know, many young people today seek in their theological studies to know how does my faith relate to these issues that, I, that I'm concerned about. And by speaking to them this, this and relating ecology to religion or, or finding how ecology flows organically from religion, as Pope Francis so clearly has demonstrated, uh, that also helps to um, renew the relevance of religion in modern society. So thank you for coming today, and I look forward to it. I remember seeing a documentary where they are actually putting radar systems in near the rainforest and just things and the ecology was just getting destroyed. So the chemtrails, the radar, the 5G, 5G they implemented somewhere in Florida and bees were just dropping dead all over the place. I mean, this is self-destruction, my friends. And they're blaming humans. And this is, this is the stealing part, which counters the Ten Commandments here. After decades of resistance, rich countries offer direct climate aid. This is a theft. Several European leaders at COP27 announced funds to help poor nations recover from loss and damage caused by climate change, caused by weather manipulation, I bet. The United States was silent. Unbelievable, my friends. Let's continue. John Kerry spills the beans at UN COP27 meeting. They want to replace capitalism with a new economic system. Capitalism, true capitalism, creates competition, gives you a lower price and better product. And again, I had family members in Russia that still live there. And one of them came over from the 70s, didn't speak a bit of English, but was able to get and visit some of her family members. And I have family members in Canada, just split up after World War II. I'll never forget this. She was, I guess, uh, sorting the socks. There's a pile of socks on the couch and she started crying. And we found out she would get one pair of socks a year and they'd have holes in them after a month. And then here we just have this gluttony of socks. Competition is, is good. Competition is something that is needed. So they just want to enslave you. At the end of the day, they, they want to make it where you can't drive anywhere and they want to be the rulers at the top. I mean, it's just obvious. And then this whole bit goes into the tracking. Your, what is your carbon dioxide tracking? And I'm telling you, it's going to come to a point where they're like, you have breathed too much. You've traveled too much. You're going to need to be in your smart city. You, you cannot eat meat. You've been allocated your, your set amount. It's an enslavement system. And they want to make it where this artificial intelligence runs it all. And people will love their servitude. They will absolutely love their servitude. 
and it gets even stranger. This artificial intelligence beast system with this hive mind, this transhumanism, this biohuman hack system will eventually tell you that you need to go live in the meta in this other universe. And this, this article blew me away. Akala's co-founder makes a VR headset that, that can literally kill you. So you're going to be in this game where there are going to be certain stakes. This is Hunter Games. And then this VR headset can kill you. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. It's all fake. It's an assault on God's creation. It's assault on God's DNA as the days of Noah. They're going to tie you into the Internet of Things. We're going to promise you this massive high IQ. You'll know everything, but you'll know what Google provides you, which we know is rubbish often. It's controlled. You'll be a good zombie. And again, within our ministry, I think I've had three or four dreams of this controlled zombie state. Minds melting. Um, one of the dreams I had, this woman was, or this, this man was with a prostitute and it was an illegal act. And then all of a sudden, Two people had a, a note from their cell phone and they went and confronted the man that did the illegal act and a gunfight broke out, but they were controlled zombies fighting each other. Manipulation, my friends. And if you follow our channel, we go over a lot of the technology where they can do this. But this one was just interesting. So we have fake milk. We have fake fish, fake meat. Everything is fake. Now we have fake blood. I'm wondering if this fake food and fake blood and fake milk, one, it's a war on God's creation. God's in the Bible says, be fruitful and multiply. You have dominion over these animals. And oh, by the way, cows are good for the soil, especially if you, if you treat them like they're supposed to be treated with grazing and you let them actually graze on a certain amount of patch of land, then you move them it actually rejuvenates the land. But this reminds me, like, are they defiling everything because of the new species that they're creating with this mRNA technology? I'm just saying, like, it is, it's so over the top, this fake food. And oh, by the way, if you survive, we're going to give you, we're going to let you eat the bugs that have parasites and parasites kill everything. So let's continue. Uh, I thought this channel did an interesting job, seven grains of salt, three ceremony of repentance. And the video I think is a little long. She doesn't trust anybody. She even ripped on Richie from Boston that I thought was kind of funny, but she ties this whole movement into the Noahide laws. A lot of people ask me about Noahide laws. I've looked into it a little bit. What's creepy with the Noahide laws. is I think the first one is you cannot worship idols. You need to worship God, but an idol would be considered Jesus Christ. So there's definitely a war on Jesus Christ. In the Talmud, it's so wicked what they say about Jesus Christ. And I had a dream about how the synagogue of Satan was working with these tall, they had weird, strange haircuts, almost like the Dumb and Dumber Jim Carrey, but they were all over the top smart. Later, I think they're fallen angels. At one point, I might have mentioned they were Nephilim, but no, I think they're fallen angels. And so the synagogue of Satan was in charge of this depopulation agenda, but they had to report into these fallen angels, let's just say. Uh, and the fallen angels had right of refusal to actually not allow the synagogue of Satan to carry out their genocide. And then 
Obviously, we, we've seen this poison poke that I have claimed is seal one that's open. When you read seal one, boat means toxin. Then you get in the coronavirus etymology and crown. I mean, it's pretty deep, my friends. And I think it'll be in waves. Seal one will be in waves. Seal two will be in waves. We're going to be boiled like slow frogs. But what I find interesting as well is the synagogue of Satan. They hate Christians, but they also hate God-fearing Jews. They hate everybody. They want to steal everybody's soul. But there's a reason why they did the poison poke to people in Israel. And we're very, very strict with that. Is they want to defile those people that actually killed in the Old Testament Nephilim, the offspring from these fallen angels. So if you're just becoming a Christian, like when my wife did, she's just like, why did God have you know, people from Israel wipe out all of these, these people? Well, one, the people were wicked. Two, many of them had the, the gene corruption. God wanted to wipe out this gene defilement as the days of Noah. And that's where we are now as the days of Noah, right? The queen doing her ceremony with the triple helix that went up the tree of life with the triple helix. This is genetic war, my friends. If you've taken that poison poke, you, you are patented via Supreme Case law. Pray against it. If you've done it, pray against it. I know many Christians that have prayed against it. And I think these are primers. I think they'll come a step where you have to image the, the you have to worship the image of the beast that, I think is part of this antichrist consciousness tied into artificial intelligence and quantum computers. I mean, you can just see it, my friends. Seal one is open. That primes the fourth B system rising. That is iron, graphene, oxide, mix, and clay. Use the book that we wrote. And again, I offer it for free. You can email me accordingly. But this picture just looks like a Halloween costume. Look at these clowns. And maybe some of them are Maybe some of these people, you know, believe in Jesus Christ and they're hoodwinked. They don't have discernment. But this screams one world religion. It screams evil. It screams Lucifer worship. I'm curious with the great alien deception that's going to come in this artificial intelligence. When you worship the beast, they're going to promise you that you can live forever. They're going to promise you a high IQ. Free will will be dead, as they've said with this fourth industrial revolution. You'll seek death and cannot find it. The seeds of men will not cleave. And it, it's, it's almost worshiping scientism. This all-knowing, right? Lucifer wants to be omnipresent. I mean, you, you can just smell it. You smell it. And then how the Noahide laws comes into this Lucifer artificial intelligence, this as, as the days of Noah or even the Tower of Babel worship, is pretty fascinating. Let's continue. All of this, these one world religion reminds me of this religious facility that they're building, this Abrahamic family house in Dubai. We've covered this in one of our podcasts. And when I had this dream of the Antichrist, and this was when Obama was in office, where Again, I'll just mention it quickly. I saw the Antichrist. He was at a podium. He was presenting in front of like these Greek pillars, ruins. And I think the spear of destiny hit him in the left shoulder. Then all of a sudden they placed his head on a quantum computer, on a mega computer. And then he showed up around the world as a hologram with free energy devices. And the world was in total chaos. The world was like, 
just people were on the run, no electricity. It was, it was desperate times. People had their faces were dirty. Then all of a sudden free energy shows up. The antichrist shows up with a hologram. And actually after the antichrist was hit with what I think was a sphere of destiny, then chaos really happened. Like just, just maybe war. I mean, it was, it was wild times. But then there was a, where I was, there was a booth that showed up and people just lined up into the booth and there was a flashlight and they came out as zombies and their eyes were strange. And then we were on the run as Christians, but the quantum computer where the antichrist had, and I think it was the antichrist consciousness was put in, reminded me of a building like this. Cause I saw light, I saw light showing through, you know, these walls like this. So I wonder eventually if they put a quantum computer here in artificial intelligence, where like, this is where everything's going to be run. And again, they're putting artificial intelligence systems in religion buildings around the world, not just the apostate Christian churches. Food for thought. I thought this was a very good podcast. People ask me my stance and I am not a replacement theologist. I am a fulfillment theologist. No, I'm not a Zionist. And, you know, bless a Christian and you'll be blessed when you really dive deep into the promise, the miracle child of Abraham, right? Christ was the miracle child. The parallels are there. The whole Old Testament is written for Jesus Christ. Luke 1, dive deep into Luke 1, redeeming his people. And I thought that this was a really good video a false church and a false Israel with the Sons of Liberty Media, where he gets into some scripture about fulfillment theology. And I know, at least from the dreams that I've had, that the Lord wants to save Jews. And I know that the synagogue of Satan wants to wipe out Jews because they wiped out the Nephilim, right? The the offspring of the fallen angels. So there is a war against the people of that are truly Jews. But the big prize is your soul. The big prize are Christians. And there will be a remnant that will be saved from Israel. Now's the time to save everyone. Think about the billions of people that are Catholics. I grew up Catholic praying to Mary. Um, I did a podcast about a woman get, she was shot going out and volunteering to really fight against abortion, which I thought was great. But many Catholics that I've met think that you cannot go to heaven unless you're Catholic. I mean, they just don't even read their Bible. They're going to get hoodwinked. I mean, good night. Oh, let's continue. And our point of view is the abomination of desolation is really about defiling the temple of God that is you. It's this genetic Armageddon, this genetic war. And this scripture I thought was interesting in Matthew. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom and the earth did quake and the rocks rent. This to me just reminds me when Jesus was crucified, he is the temple, right? And if you're a Christian, you're the temple of God. Do not defile the temple of God. Do not mess with his creation. You know, I always think about how Christians are like, oh, this third temple, they start building it. When they start doing sacrifices in the third temple, that's no more holy than a satanic temple 
is that really an abomination of desolation or is the true abomination of desolation when Lucifer or the Antichrist comes in and says he is God and that he's trying to penetrate you, he's trying to defile you, he's trying to program you. He's trying to prevent you from having a relationship and being connected with the Holy Ghost. That, to me, is the bigger idea. Now, will there be a third temple, and will we see these perfect red heifer sacrificed? Sure. I'm not saying we won't. But I don't think that's an abomination of desolation. I think it's about coming after you. And at the end of the day, the genocide really is, a, is being promoted to go after Christians. Three threats Christian nationalism poses to the United States. I mean, Christians of all nationalities just don't want perversion. We're the ones saying we don't want our kids defiled. We don't want our kids taught bestiality and pedophilia. And this whole transgender thing, I've talked about the reasons why they're doing it. They want to, one, control you, confuse you, two, to pervert you, to sexualize you. Three, there's a lot of money involved in this whole wicked agenda. Depopulation, I might be up to a bunch of numbers, but it's evil. Everything's inverted. The big conspiracy is the inversion against the word of God. So a bit of a rant. I mean, it's deep. Hits this carbon tracker, this enslavement, this lose your free will, antichrist, antichrist system, one world religion. Humans are the evil ones. Must be stopped. Don't buy any of it. Get local, get simple, get decentralized. Think of solutions. I almost think we need to go old school for information. One of the things I'm thinking about is how do we get together and talk and how do we form small mini communities around the world? How do we grow our own food? How do we set our ecosystems up? And we're going to need miracles as well. We're going to need faith. We're going to need manna. But great time to be alive. Do me a favor. Go to sjwellfire.com, sign up for our newsletter. We don't have a spirit of fear, but it's just funny to me. Global warming and climate change after Russia hacked the scientists from the UN and exposed the PSYOP. And I just got in a little email battle with some of my family members. And I'm like, yeah, the reason why they changed it from global warming to climate change is because the earth is cooling and the climate always changes. So it's a perfect psyop. You got to tip your head off to the evil wickedness. And we need to treat our brothers and sisters that are caught up in this zombie world with respect. I got to tell you, before I was awake, I really could defend global warming and I could debate anybody on it. And then something just snapped. It snapped for me before I was a Christian. And then when I became awake, became a Christian, started really diving deep for the truth. It was mind bending. I did a 180 on my position. So we need to treat people with respect and give them nuggets of information so that they can find the truth.
And at the end of the day, it's just, it's just an enslavement control vehicle. If you survive the poison poke monstrosity.